Not oh. all blackberries are sour. Exactly, but some are. This is always the counter argument. I'm not. All men are best. I'm not a bad man. Hmm. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But Jewish that's the students. thing. Let me let me okay. let me touch on that for a minute. Touch it. Oh, I'll touch it. And I'll touch <laughs> it hard too. I'll touch it good. Better. So let me just uh, let me just stroke it for a second here. The all women are bad at driving. <laughs> okay. Sure. Here we are, perpetually back. Perpetually back. That's right, stewing. I want to go ahead and apologize. That yeah, uh, <laughs> for the last podcast. Um, that might be a uh, limited time offer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember nothing. I was tired. Yeah, we were both tired as hell. Zach was exhausted. He's a little level. <laughs> I'd worked Saturday. I got into work. Did I talk about this on the podcast? Mm-mm. I got into work Saturday morning at 5.30, thinking it was going to be, okay, we're going to do, we had a doctor's office to do, it's going to be two hours, we got to run some base in the hallways. Flooring? No, just base molding. Base board, okay. For the people that don't know what a house is. So it's just the white stuff that's on the walls, but not in your bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's good, yeah. It's the white. the crown molding's on the top part, right? That's right. It's a crown. It's beautiful. Mm. You only see those in rich people houses. Fuck it, I'm going to do it for my house. I love it. I like it, but it's so You have to do it with, like, not the popcorn ceiling. No, you have to be flat. You only look weird? No, because the thing is, you you caulk on each side of it anyway. Mm. That's fucking right. You stick your caulk in the I prefer flat ceilings. I like flat ceilings. Popcorn ceilings are actually, like... From the 90s and stuff. I remember seeing some pictures of people pulling up the floorboards from like 90s houses and finding like hardwood. Yep. They covered it with like vinyl. Yeah. What the fuck? It's insane. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So you were saying with the um, 5, 5 a.m. I got there at 530. Um, we were told that we were going to do this doctor's office that's in town that's just the baseboards in the hallways. And the thing about this baseboard situation is after you use a, a pin nail or, or a finish nail to put the baseboard on the walls. Yeah, you got to paint it, right? You got to, yeah, you got to putty it. You got to cover the holes with the putty, paint it if you get a good painter. Um, I would <laughs> challenge people when you get home, if you think about it, to go look at your baseboards in your house and you will see little holes if if it's a bad... I was saying because when I know, they would just paint over the holes. Exactly. They paint over the holes, but the thing is, even if you fill the hole with paint, it sinks in a bit. Mm-hmm. So you'll just see little holes... But they'll be they'll have paint inside of them, but it's like little. It's very. You can't even see your fucking baseboards. Yeah, it's they're really small. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I just noticed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cheap baseboard. But you know, if you get a good person like me, call me if you need any uh, baseboards. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah, actually, I'm very busy right now, so don't call me. Um, then you won't like the way I do it. Is I fill those in with putty, and I take the time to go all the way back around. Fill it with putty all the way back around, caulk everything, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But so that was part of the reason why I want to do a good job. And that's why um, got there at 530. The thing about this was you have to. So you got to fill in the holes and you've got to paint and caulk and everything like that. But this baseboard in the hallways 
was on top of carpet. And I don't know if you've ever gotten paint on carpet, but it's impossible to get out. Just cut it. Just cut it. You have to cut the carpet mm-hmm. out. So I'm I'm having to go around. I don't use tape or anything when I paint. I just cut in. So I, I had to, you know, it just turned out to be... Yeah, a, if you taped it, you know, it might have been easier. You can't tape on top of carpet. You sure? Right. What if you get with like, like one of those bigger pieces and just fucking... Or, you know what you could have done? What's that? Plastic the whole thing. No, because the plastic will be moving around when you walk. There was no Fuck. way. There was no way to get around this. We had to put baseboard on top of carpet. Because normally what you would do... That's a good... Oh, fuck. There's, there's got to be a way. There Maybe is someone way. knows like a secret and won't tell anybody. The way is, Just what you do, do is you put the baseboards in, and then you can do like a... You can do a quarter round. Well, first off, we didn't Why know you the extent of the paint car- the, base, the baseboards? That's what you would normally do. Okay. Is you, would, you would put the baseboards in before the carpet even goes in. You would put the carpet, lay the carpet up to the baseboard, and then put quarter round, which, which is that stuff that's on the bottom of the baseboard, okay. a little notch. Yeah. And then you can easily kind of paint that because mm. it's an easier surface pointing up. Okay. So it was 762 foot of baseboards. That's a, that's a studio apartment. It's a lot. It's more than a studio <laughs> well, apartment. Well, well, just baseboards, but a studio apartment is 722 square feet. Square foot. foot. So yeah. That's this feet. was linear feet. That's a... How many fucking hallways did I have? It was a lot, and it was a lot of offices. I think it was eight offices, and that's not including... That's just their dental work place. That's mm. not including, like, secretary offices and stuff like that, and Damn. front office and all that. So it was 762 linear feet. And just to give you an idea of how much a... a imagine a 14-foot piece of base is pretty long. It's longer than the couch when it lays down. Well, A 14-foot... And then you've got a, you know, 762 divided by 14. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. Well, I was just saying, that's, that's 72 floors. Yeah. Stories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a bay-ass building. Um, so we got in there at 530 thinking we were just doing the hallways and we weren't going to have to do all this extra stuff, carpet, all this stuff. Well, my partner in crime is like, you know, I'm going to have to hire somebody to come do all this stuff to get... And I said... Shit, I'm going to do it. And so I committed to it. And I didn't want to miss Mass RCIA podcast Sunday. So I get into it. I'm rolling. It's 5.30. We're, I'm, I'm on the miter saw cutting. He's popping in the vase. We get that done really quick. And then it's around 2 o'clock. And he's like, are you sure you got this handled? You're like, why? I'm like, I got this. And it was a lot. I did not think I had it at all. But I'm like, yeah, I got this. He goes home. I look at the clock and I'm about I'm about maybe two fifths of the way done. <laughs> it's not that's a different number. Different number. Two fifths of the way done. And it's ten o'clock at night. <laughs> oh. Oops. I'm like, oh man, I'm not used to, like I'm not used to working like I'm used to a twelve hour. Twelve hours yeah, is that's good. Still a long it's a lot. Time. And so I'm I'm rolling right now. I'm like, okay. So I get myself a Celsius packet. I'm like, I'm gonna finish this. Those things are powerful. They are so good. Two hundred milligrams of caffeine. I throw in a Zen packet. Throw in a Zen packet. Kill mm-hmm. a Celsius packet. Two packets. And um, when I finish, I look at the clock. It's five thirty. You're like, oh, I worked twenty four hours. 
<laughs> right back to work. Right back to work. Went to sleep around six thirty. Woke up at nine thirty. Went to mass. Yeah, and then <laughs> stayed up until we had we had a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's my excuse. <laughs> yeah, that's a good excuse. You know, if you had an excuse, we make it good. But um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it was crazy. It was good. It was good though. It was a good um. Sometimes you got to push yourself to see what you can do. I, yeah. I believe in that. 100%. And now you don't have to do it ever again. Well, I don't know. You never know. Because ask me on Friday, and I'm not working a 24-hour shift, but then Saturday come yeah. along. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's... that's. Uh, I want to apologize that we were both uh, tired on Sunday, and yeah. we we talked about some wild... Uh, it was probably one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. Very <laughs> funny. I don't regret any of it. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, I'm gonna forget it ever happened, but yeah. <clears throat> but I, I want to talk to you about before the podcast. We were talking about I want to be a philosopher. Yeah. What do you think? About and what that? does that mean to you? A philosopher? Mm-hmm. Well, to be a philosopher. To be a philosopher. That's right. I think that means simply a person that's seeking knowledge. Okay. So then, why why do these people? Well. Maybe. I don't know about that. Seeking wisdom. Well, you should do that anyways. But um, a philosopher is one that has credentials. Like they, I don't even think they have credentials, now that I think about it. Well, like, say, like... Name any philosopher. I don't think they... Well, I think Nietzsche. some of them went to school. Um, I think a lot of them went to school. Maybe. I don't know. It's a useless degree anyways, but... Yeah. Literally, because it's... Unless you want oh, to teach I know philosophy. Things. Well, yeah, but then it's a fucking pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I, did, I was going to go into school for astronomy. Yeah. And I found out the only two jobs you can have are teaching or the planetarium people. Uh, I was like, I'm not going to go lame. and be, yeah. So I'll just self-study you know, yeah. in the bathroom at night. But <laughs> to be a philosopher, yes, I agree. Because... People go to school and they're like, oh, let's learn philosophy. But to be a directed study of philosophy, you can do that at home. Well, it's, it's almost the, it's obligated. antithesis. Yeah, the antithesis of philosophy. Oh, I'm directed to study this. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, no. I've already been studying philosophy. I was born to it. Yeah. Molded by it. Gosh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a scientist back then, they were natural philosophers because they wanted mm-hmm. to think about the world and how it worked. Like Archimedes, you know? Mm-hmm. He was a natural philosopher. He was autistic about circles. Yeah. But he did some cool shit. There are stories of him having the... Um, he was like one of the first people to uh, lenses. Um, a piece of glass that you could direct sun. He had a whole bunch of them on... Oh, what was that? Was it Troy? No, it was... Daniel knows. And he's probably screaming right now. Yeah. He's literally standing up screaming. Saying, it's this city! It's this city! <laughs> oh, but, man. Who was it? Archimedes. He had. They were attacking. The Romans were attacking. Okay. They might have been Carthage, but was it, maybe it was a Greek city. I don't. Daniel, I'm sorry. Please don't beat me. Send Anyways, they're sending these ships up. And Archimedes is like, "Fuck this! I want to study circles." Okay. So he built defenses. Literally, it's this it's, it's whole yeah. thing. Circles, motherfucker. Perfect shape. Let well irrational. It's irrationally perfect. Anyways, we'll we can get into that later. But, yeah. Um. So he built these. He had a crane. They didn't like really. They, he would grab ships with it and flip them over, dumping the people out. Mm-hmm. So people were like, "Holy shit, we're having to go up against this guy!" And also, you had these lenses on top of the wall that would 
um, get the sun's light and light the ships on fucking fire. No way. Death ray. I think oh, he also cool. invented Greek fire. But anyways, yeah. there's so many damn Romans because it's, you know, Rome. And they capture the city. Go find Archimedes. He's in his study. Circles everywhere on the ground. He's like, like, who the hell are you? Why are you in here? It's like, come with us. Like, leave me to my circles, Roman. Hmm. And then they killed him. And then they said that was like one of the worst things that ever happened to humanity. Hmm. Such a, leave me to my circles, Roman. Do you think he went to college? I think he was the college. Because he, you know... Yeah. Plato. Now that, he basically invented, I don't know, universities, but then you have to argue that the uh, monks really did that. Yeah. Well, there was a university. He said, before you can even come to my university, you have to know geometry. Yeah. That was like, because that's... Plato is actually um, oddly easy to read. Aristotle is difficult. Yes. But... Yes. Plato's oddly like. Was he the one that? No, Socrates was the one that write anything down. Plato exactly. was the one that wrote for him and yep. Socrates. Yeah. In the Republic is where you get a lot of knowledge from Socrates. Yeah. Good stuff. They, yeah, they had schools for that, but it was a gymnasium. Yep. Just Gosh, cool. man! Imagine back in the day, the people would gather in groups. Yeah. In just streets. And they would talk about life, philosophize, and philosophize on things. Just, and and imagine in the streets, you get people getting like shanked right outside. Now, exactly. And now we've got like in modern day, we've got people in the streets shitting and shitting. literally shitting, jerking off and nodding out. And what on was heroin. the greatest city of the world? Mm-hmm. Now they're just walking around taking shits. I think about the Roman Empire often. Apparently, a lot of men do nowadays. I wonder why. Well. <laughs> We're about to figure out the rubber beats the road if we're gonna do it or yeah, be a footnote in history. Yeah, follow Christ, people. Mm. Um, do you think Socrates went to heaven? I don't know if he's a real person. How can I even prove he's a real person? Socrates? Yeah, he was a real person. How do you know? I mean, he's less documented than Jesus, so. And people still say, "Oh, Jesus is a real person." It's he was. I think that's. I think by uh, historians, no, I think no, that's he's a real much, person. Yeah, yeah. it's. But there are debate this out of God thing. When you, you can. I don't know if it's right, but he was a real person. Yeah, there's the spiritual crowd. That, yeah, like, oh, that will say, yeah, that's craziness. Like, oh, why you follow religion? Who wasn't a real person? This fucking Roman records. Absolutely, a literally, real he had a social security number in the Roman Empire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they still haven't found his body, by the way, his bones or anything. Or yeah, and they have a like six different candidates for his tomb. <laughs> Wild, craziness. Anyways, Jesus is the best, bro. <laughs> there goes the youth pasture again. Jesus, Jesus is, is so the, rad. He was so sick. He's the dude. coolest dude there is. He was. <laughs> He's a Tony Hawk of spiritual matters. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Do you know that all ethics for the last 2,000 years, all studies of ethics are just rewritings of Matthew 5, 6, and 7? The gospel, uh, the Sermon on the Mount? Wow. I mean, if you give a speech about the basics of good and bad, it's pretty easy to come off of that. Yeah. Because, I mean, but, you, you laid the foundation. I mean, it's the foundation of what it means to be a good human. It is the foundation. But even if, even for people that haven't studied, like all of the last 2,000 years of like progr- progressing in ethics, mm-hmm. of ethics studies and all these, they can't find anything better than Matthew oh, okay. 5, 6, and 7. That's what I'm saying. It's not, they're not using that as a baseline. 
they're going on their own and trying to come up with mm-hmm. ethics and then they're like well this oh, is okay. just what you mean this is just this it's almost like that was written by god well <laughs> you know well divinely inspired well nietzsche said god's dead we can't have morals anymore Nietzsche contradicted himself quite a lot. He, it was it was the point. It was yeah. It was um ah oh, what is it? There's a couple theories about like if you really want an answer to a problem, mm-hmm. you post a wrong answer. Yes, yeah. You'll get corrected. And it's almost like yeah. it feels like that was why he was doing it. Yeah. Cuz I mean nihilism if it's true or if that's the right way to see the world, it's terrifying. You don't want yeah. that. So he's pushed it so you say, oh, this is stupid, and then you come yeah. to your own, like, oh, now I love life, or whatever. Plato wrote a book like that. I forgot which one it was, but he wrote a book in which there were horrible um, arguments for, it was like ethics and morals and things. I forgot which one it was, hmm. but he wrote, it's a really short book, but he writes it in a way to where everybody was like, well, that's easily discounted, mm-hmm. and then that's how, like, he wrote that book almost as the, like, turnaround, in the same way yeah. that Nietzsche would, but... He wrote that as a turnaround to okay. Now I have the right questions. Yeah. As oh, a it's baseline like um, for people. It's like an axiom. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah, have to yeah. define this as wrong, and you can work off of this. Like this. Boom. 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 Yeah. Like induction oh. as a, mm-hmm. as opposed to deduction reasoning. Did did you did I ever tell you the joke of the? Uh, oh boy. The um, <laughs> fellow that met the uh, major in deductive reasoning psychology. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So there was this fella at a, um, at a bus stop one day, and he met this guy, other guy, and the guy said, hey, how you doing? He said, I'm good. I'm headed to class. He said, what are you studying? He says, I'm a major for um, deductive reasoning psychology. And the guy said, what does that mean? Yeah, and he seriously? said, well, I can, I can, essentially, I can tell you the contents of your sex life based on what's in your garage. And the guy goes, how can you do that? There's no way. Mm. He says, well, do you have a lawnmower in your garage? And he says, yeah. And he says, okay, then that probably means you have a yard. And that probably means you have a house. And if you've got a house, you're you're most likely got probably kids. And that means you're married to a woman. Mm. He says, so you're a heterosexual. He said, wow, that's really good. So they went their separate ways. And that afternoon when he was headed home, he was at the same bus stop. And he met another guy, and he said, you know what's interesting? I met this guy this morning that's a, um, he's a major for uh, deductive reasoning psychology. The other guy goes, what does that mean? He says, well, he gave me an example. I can tell you the contents of your sex life Mm -hmm. based on what's in your garage. The guy goes, really? And he says, yep. Do you have a lawnmower in your garage? And the guy goes, no. And he says, that means you're gay. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny, isn't it? <laughs> Deductive reasoning. Yeah. I remember watching um, Sherlock Holmes. Mm. That's fucking... Like, I want that sort of power. That's good stuff. What do you think of when you see a guy in a wheelchair with scuffed shoes? He's a liar. Why? Because he's been walking somewhere. How do you get in the wheelchair? He stole it from another <laughs> he man. He stole it. <laughs> He's a liar. He's obviously going to be a That's, thief. The problem with deductive reasoning is if you don't continue the path down that reasoning, yeah. you mean like, oh, that guy's in the fucking wheelchair? He's a liar. I'm going to kick liar. him out of that wheelchair and say you're a liar. And his He's legs really don't crippling. work. And you look like an asshole. <laughs> it's like, oh, these shoes are 25 years old. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. 
I remember I saw that on a on a Reddit thing. The guy's like, "Well, I saw a guy with a scuffed shoes in the, on his wheelchair. Does that mean he's lying about being a cripple?" I think. Well, I think Sherlock Holmes actually used inductive reasoning, not deductive, because deductive would be premise, and then you subtract out all the other possibilities. But inductive would be these are indicating that something else. Well, huh? Right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know because he was like the he was he always said he used deduction. Hmm. That makes sense. Well, deduction deduction has D, which is like to remove. Yeah. So deductive reasoning is taking a premise and then subtracting out all the other possibilities. Well, yeah, because if you see a footprint and you can deduce that his yeah. it's probably a man because it's size fourteen shoe. There's some mud. That would next be to induction. It. That'd be induction, I think. Let me Google it yeah, real Google quick. Please, I, I, did, you know I'm horrible with words. Did Sherlock Holmes, which wasn't a real person, right? I don't I, think so. It okay. might have been a real person, but not Sherlock. Very good story, though. Yeah. Use inductive. Stories. Wow, that's the first one that comes up. Did Sherlock Holmes use inductive or deductive reasoning? Mm -hmm. Scientists use both. I don't want to. Okay. Scientists use both inductive and deductive reasoning as part of the scientific method. Right. Fictional detectives like Sherlock Holmes are famously associated with the method of deduction, uh -huh. though that's not often what Holmes actually oh, okay. uses. Okay, good. Okay. We're just reasoning. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's that's interesting. That is inductive interesting. and deductive. Okay. So deductive. What's an example of deductive? Deductive would be my house burned down. Therefore, there was a fire. No. No, that would be inductive. Deductive would be my house burned down. I know that I didn't leave oh, okay. on the oven. The, so much I, someone else. I know that I didn't huh. leave the dryer running. I know that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. So it must have been like an electrical fire. But inductive reasoning would be my house burned down. I know that I left on the fucking Bull. oven. There was, if my house burned down, there was a fire. Yeah, there was a fire. It's like the old Greek um, way of thinking. Um, like if what end up uh, my car moves, yeah. okay, I took the windows out. Therefore, the windows are not what's powering my car. Does it, if with mm. that windows make my car move. Got it. Wow. Which is, I mean, it makes sense. It's just there's stuff that's too complicated to only use that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like if my, uh, well, like um, what was that? Was it uh, Dio Diogenes? Did Diogenes, fucking Greek names, was he was in a um, was a court going on about what a man is, and it's a oh, bipedal Jesus. featherless thing, or what was it bipedal and featherless? And he went, walked into the court and held up a plucked chicken and said, "Behold a man, uh, behold a man." Which is probably I think that's the dangers of the the inductive reasoning. I don't. Know. Look up Behold a Man, and he'll tell you the story. Okay, so Diogenes. You were right. Yeah. According to Di Diogenes so, yes, Latrieras. He was the, the hobo um, philosopher of Greek times. When Plato gave the tongue-in-cheek definition of a man as featherless bipeds, Diogenes plucked a chicken and brought it into the Plato Academy, saying, Behold, I've brought you a man. <laughs> and so the Academy added with broad, flat nails to the definition. 
actually pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, actually, that's that's a that's a good addition. I like huh. that. So that would be. I don't know what the fuck that would be. That's philosophy. That is philosophy. That's <laughs> some sort of. That wouldn't be. I don't even know. No, that wouldn't be coming to. I don't know what that is. That's just definition. That's the problem with this. Is too many ways you could define something. And I'm um, anti-semantic. Uh, me too. Me too. I hate semantics. Oh, which, you said semantic? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I like semantics. Yeah, no, I, I love all uh, semantic, semantic people. All of them. Semantics just means meaning. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So you hate meaning? Fuck yeah. What is meaning? <laughs> that is deductive reasoning. It's like the Socratic method. Yeah. Well, what is this? Well, then what is that? I like the Socratic method. And That's me really I good. I use that in everything. It pisses people off because I, it makes uh, them think and people hate thinking. There's this... Um, there's this girl that comes around and, and works with us every once in a while. It doesn't really work with us, but she's just kind she's of a, around. Yeah. She's just kind of one of those. Um, just kind of like a. Just she's like around. a clinger. She's like a clinger on her, kind of. She uh. she's friends with us, but she um she like cleans houses and stuff, so we kind of know her in passing. Okay. But she kind of comes around and is always like kind of hanging out, and she doesn't believe. She's very like, she's a spiritual, not religious person, <sighs> which is Stupid kind of wild. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry for you retards out there. It just means, I mean, I, did we talk about this already? We talked about last podcast, but... We did? <laughs> that when I said that I was spiritual and not religious, I just meant that I wanted to believe in God, but what also wanted to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> like, it kind of absolves all responsibility on my part. That, well, that, well, that... I understand that viewpoint, but I don't know if that's... what. I think that's what people mean when they say that, but the words themselves. If I'm analyzing my own when yeah. I said that, if I'm honest with myself 100%, it's kind of yeah. like one of those things. It would be very beneficial to me. Because organized religion is like the rule set. Religion almost. just means relationship. So then what is spiritual? I know I said this on the last podcast. So there is one spiritual being, and that is Satan. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You so. did say that. That was your moment of ludicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucidity. Lucidity. I, there you go. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, we semantics. Uh, no, it's not, apparently. <laughs> Are you looking up what semantic means? No, I was looking up um, what Israel is. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not looking Racist. So anyway, um, so there's this girl that's kind of like a clinger on her, and she doesn't believe in God at all. Have those are called dingleberries. Dingleberries, yeah, <laughs> just a piece of shit that won't come off. That's right. And uh, ass hair. She. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said, um, she's very, she's almost. It's okay. So I don't want to associate this with her necessarily because I don't want to talk bad about her necessarily. But there is something to the fact. I've thought about this a lot. That you can have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. about spirituality, metaphysics, or theology. Yeah. You know, if we're if we're not using spiritual or, or religious words, um, metaphysics, something past physics, like reality. past this that uh-huh. we like. If, for somebody that's not a materialist, of like everything came into nothing from nothing, and and we you just happen to be here. We started singing uh, "Material Girl" by Madonna. Was that Madonna? Yeah, you said this what happened last time. So we're, okay. we have kind of similar um, 
threads from last time. So don't right. listen to last time. We're getting Continue. somewhere. We'll keep that podcast in. So there's something to you can come to somebody with. Why don't you study Hinduism? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, I'll do that. Why don't you look into Buddhism? Okay, yes, I'll do that. Why don't you look into you know whatever astrology? Oh my God, I already am. <laughs> Read the Bible. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, follow Jesus. Why don't you look up who Jesus actually you was? You fucking Nazi. And there is a yes. Yeah. There is a um, there is a reaction guttural mm-hmm. to the point that the only way I can even relate it to anything else is in the Gospels when Jesus approaches a demon. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I wonder. So they had to wake up Julie on Sunday because her parents didn't go to church. Yes, but even imagine... But I don't, I don't so, know. So, Oh, I see what you mean now. Yes. Interesting. So imagine if... Okay, so even if your parents made you go to a Hinduist temple <laughs> and worship, yeah, you would mean, not have yeah, the same should. guttural reaction. I can't imagine a person that would have the same guttural almost, reaction against. It's almost like it's like the one true religion, but almost like it, right? Hmm. Like there's a and it's common. If you talk to yeah. somebody about Jesus, there's a guttural reaction, and people will get angry and be overwhelmed with emotion and well, wrath, even <laughs> the wrath, wrath, <laughs> wrath. That's a good word. But a lot of people don't like to hear this, but Christianity being one of these probably, if not the most most uh, attacked religion there is. Mm-hmm. Um, most persecuted word? people. That's what the word is. Yeah. And it's the only one, if you reach rationality, that makes sense. Like, I just want to, another part of what I want to talk about with this girl specifically is I just, like, want to, like, give her a ride somewhere to have 30 minutes to just see her tits like no no i'm just kidding no i want to i want to like get her in my car and just drive off her bridge no no i want to give her a ride and get 30 minutes alone with her to have sex with her no i want your blue ball on me (laughs) if i could get her alone in a dark room. Well, just, no. ask her, just ask her, hey, can we go talk for a second? Yeah. For 30 minutes. That might just be the two of us. what I do. But I've ha- I've felt a pull on my heart she to attractive? Like, ask her. No. Okay, good. I've had a pull on my heart to ask her of like, just almost going back to the Socratic method. Because I think rationally for any human being, they can reach this point to where it's like, I've thought this through in my head. And I've also read a bunch of stuff that like makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that there are many gods or one God? If there is a highest being... Do you think that there's one or many? You know what's funny? What's that? You ask some people, like, oh, I don't believe in God. I just believe in the universe. Just believe in the universe. Okay, so you believe in <laughs> one being yeah. that is the highest. It's, it encompasses everything and is simultaneously outside everything. Right. They're like, yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so with that baseline, then do you believe that it's in competition with us? That's a crucial one. Do you think that it is in competition with us, or we have free will. So do you think that it and us can survive at the same time? Mm. And then do you think like, that... Well, yes, because we're, we're alive and we still live in the universe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is... I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this the best. Do you think that it would be a good thing? Do, well, do you... Here's a... Oh, yeah. What here's, you got? Do you pray? Do you pray? You, the, one of the main axioms of the uh, universe thing is you give what you tell the universe what you want. Yeah. You, you give it up some 
bigger than yourself. Yeah. It encompasses everything. Huh. It's so many different yeah, ways like to reach. It's like like, oh, let's just rename Christianity. It all leads back to it. It all leads back to it. It always does. Because it is. And is it good? Is there any sort of good? No. One of the best arguments for me is like the fact that you can put somebody in a room alone by themselves for 15 years and they can come out having not had any influence from culture and they will know what is right and wrong. The natural law is instilled in them. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know? They know they when they're crazy, but... Yeah, unless they're crazy or have mental disorder, but... Well, no, they would lose it 15 years by themselves. Yeah, yeah, but if you could somehow vacuum it out to okay. where just a person... Well, even a person going through life that well, just even kind of... A, a savage from the middle of uh, yes. the Amazon would still know. Exactly. Exactly. If you wrong somebody, would you recognize when you wrong somebody? So that must apply the good. It's so... Babies know it, but they don't know how to react to it. Like, they would hit their baby, and like, yeah. like they have that shame. Like, ooh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even, like, if it's just, like, a secluded thing, it was just between two babies. Or toddlers, yeah. I guess. Probably hang out toddlers. with a baby for 30 minutes, and, like, <laughs> you learn so much. I've been hanging out with a baby now for... It's like one person we know. Close to a year. Babies? Yeah. Just a little child. Well, not little anymore, but a year old. It's little. Not talking yet. You make got you can uh, I've seen videos of people play, taking babies and put them on the uh, monkey bars. Yeah, they hold on and they can they can just hold on. Yeah, <laughs> they got grip strength for days, man. Yeah, bro. They should have four arms the size of my head, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they also can weigh like four pounds, you know. Yeah, if the grip the, strength if we on could babies. have the grip strength of a baby. Yeah, we could break like the door off. Fucking just it's, pull it off. It's, it's phenomenal. Ridiculous. I don't know what you're meaning with that with that with that line of thought, but um, you got anything else about the? I don't even know what we're talking about. I forgot we went into babies. I'm scared. <laughs> you're scared of babies? Uh-huh. I used to be scared of babies. They're freaky. They are freaky. It's like that's a new person. That's literally a new person. They know nothing. It's like the worst trip you can imagine. Just all of a sudden, you're like forced into it. Imagine forgetting everything about being human and then like open your eyes and you're human again. You're going to have kids one day, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe if my balls work. You should. All the colors we eat nowadays and weird smogs. Well, you can choose, bro. With the polyester underwear. You can choose. To have babies? I think nowadays most men have lower than average um, sperm counts. Yeah, well look at what we're eating, bro. That's one thing I think about a lot with... um. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I think about a lot with um, when I have kids one day is like it's gonna be so different bro you're gonna be reading books you're gonna be eating like actual meals you're not gonna be I'm not gonna shortcut you know that's one thing you don't wanna shortcut yeah I see this thing on Twitter right now it's Joe Biden and Xi Jinping Xi Jinping oh yeah oh. and they're meeting and they shook hands and he's leading them away and the Top of it says communist dictator meets Xi Jinping. They were letting communists on American soil. Yeah. And they cleaned up San Francisco yeah. for it. Overnight. Overnight. It can be done. Yeah. They, they just want don't to. want to do it. Yeah. They'll do it for China. They because won't do China it for America. Us. Or owns. It doesn't own me. It owns the president. And you know what pisses me off so much? Joe Biden. Yes, dude. Exactly. When I get on Twitter and I see Joe Biden talking about the economy is better than it's ever been, oh, it it's Bidenomics, and literally every single one of my bills is killing me right now. Groceries are like, up. Oh. It's so different. Like, all these, 
Okay, so I'm going to go on a little tirade for a second. Here we go. The leftists in America don't have any responsibilities. The majority of them. I'm not going to say every single one, but the majority of leftists don't have the responsibilities that normal people have. I think normal people are pretty conservative in their values. Yeah. They don't like all this crazy stuff. With all the social issues, they're so focused in on it and so want to be inclusive and progressive and climate change, which is bullshit. And like climate change is just global uh, global equity is what they're trying to do with China. It's so oh, obvious. China. China. <laughs> there it is. China. Um, uh-huh. But then, so, okay, you can have, you can be focused on the social issues when you have nothing else going on in your life and you're living in your parents' basement. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you get out into the real world and you realize, like, these things actually have a direct consequence with your life, and while the president's saying the economy's better than it's ever been, like, all your bills have gone up in the past week and a half, it's, like, it's so unbelievably frustrating. Because you know the people that have the loudest voice right now are the yeah. are the ones that don't pay their bills. We've seen that in our own lives. A hundred percent. It's like people say something like they think it's right because they live in like their own little echo chamber because they don't have any bills or any problems. Like they say something like, "Oh, it's economy's doing okay," and everyone just looks at them. Just yes, they don't live in the real world. Is yeah. what it is. It's a they dream have, world. It's a clown insane. world. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's some Clussy. Mm. I hate Clussies. Do it. <laughs> it's a crazy. I don't fucking get it. As soon as it starts having a real life effect. No, it's going to pretty soon. Yeah. Unfortunately. Or fortunately. Yeah. You know, whatever comes, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it is. What what you got? Okay, well, I got a couple things. <clears throat> I got a article from the New York Post. We're going to do some more current events. Okay. Um, Jewish students sue NYU, New York University, over egregious anti-Semitism on campus that's left them under siege. Oh, no. First of all, let's just clarify. Anyone who lives in the Middle East is Semitic. Yeah. Anybody. I, I think. I, I know for the Israel area, for sure. They're Semitic people. So if I'm anti-Semitic, it doesn't mean I hate Jews. It means I hate everyone from the Middle East. Yeah. So if I say, for instance, as an example, uh, Gaza should not be killed by Israel. I also am anti-Semitic because I'm for what? Semitic people? It's just confusing. Can you guys figure the fuck out? <laughs> yeah. to insult me, do it correctly. Absolutely. Anyways, not saying I'm anti-Semitic or semantic or anti-anything. I fucking love... I don't know what I love. I love humanity. Hate the people. Hate the people. That's right. So, New York University has failed... This is from. This is verbatim from the article. Has failed to tackle a sharp rise in anti-Semitism on campus... It's like it's like Nazi. That's like that word nowadays, or fascists. Yeah. It's just like someone's like, oh, I don't like Joe Biden. You fucking Nazi. Yeah. What are you, a fascist? You, I guess now I am. You know what the definition of fascism is? No. I'm well, gonna butcher it. It comes from that um, the Romans. 
it's definition of fascism, I think, is not being allowed to talk without radical. Are you going to look it up? Yeah. Not being allowed to talk. The I don't know the exact well, definition. A dictator. It is oppressive dictatorial control. Yeah. If you're the people that you're not allowed to talk about are the the people that you're not allowed to criticize are the fascist. Exactly. Because who are we not allowed to talk exact, about? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that should be because we're fucking American. Freedom of speech is one of our tenets, and all of a sudden you can't say something because you'd be a fascist for saying what the fuck. Yeah. Think about that, guys. Come on. Hmm. Anyways, yep. back to this article. Throw air quotes. Um, uh, failed to tackle a sharp rise in anti-Semitism on campus following Hamas's October 7th terror attack on Israel, leaving some Jewish students feeling... Keyword. <laughs> They're in fucking America. I feel like under siege. I feel <laughs> Holy bad. shit. According to a lawsuit filed Tuesday. This must have been a horrible bout of anti-Semitism. Uh, must have been because the Jewish people sued the university. Hmm. You know, the problem with them... <laughs> problem with what? Go ahead. What's it called when there's like a pattern with a group of people that... You can't notice, or else you're labeled as a racist, anti-Semitic, or whatever. I think it's called fascism. Well, that, but also, like, women driving, you know? You say, oh, all women are bad at driving. Like, not all women. Well, I'm making a general statement, because yeah. most women... Yeah. What is that called? Not um, all blackberries are sour. Exactly. But some are. This is always the counter-argument. I'm not, all men are bad. I'm not a bad man. Hmm. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. But Jewish that's the students. thing. Let me let me okay. let me touch on that for a minute. Touch it. Oh, I'll touch it. And I'll touch it hard too. I'll touch it good. Better. So let me just uh let me just stroke it for a second here. The all women are bad at driving. <laughs> okay. Sure. You'll find a woman every once in a while who's good at driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. But the thing about it here is probably a man. If you go around Publix's parking lot and you look at tires of where the curb has mm. just obliterated the side of the tires, or if you're driving and you know you down cut off and almost and die, cut off and almost die, or somebody's swerving in your lane, or somebody slams on their brakes, almost guarantee it's a woman. Yeah. Okay, I'm. There's a statistic. Statistics also racist <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, women get into. More accidents. Yeah. But more men die in their accidents. <laughs> <laughs> so, what that means is, men know how to fucking drive. When something goes wrong, yeah. we fucking die. Yeah. That means it was really wrong. Because <laughs> we went really, really wrong. Not like a little fender bender. Like, now, and that's not to say that women are bad. You don't identify with your driving habits. I do. It's just that you shouldn't drive. No, it's that. No. No, it's, it's that, you know, men are, there's no such thing as a man becoming a woman. There's only a man becoming a worse man. And there's no such thing as a woman becoming well, a man, but a well, woman becoming thing. a worse woman. Here's the thing. A man becomes a woman and still gets first place in all the things to do. Everything. Even woman of the year. Woman of the year. So what does that tell you, women? You let this happen. Literally. Literally. You guys let this happen. Feminism gone rampant. So, 
And I say that because checks and balances, and to, it wasn't there today. What you'll hear applauded, like in our culture, you'll see <laughs> the the truth being suppressed. Yeah. But then what you'll hear applauded is when a woman says that all men are bad, and you know if men weren't here, blah blah blah, all this bullshit. All sex is rape. Yeah, you know? all sex is rape. Like all social interactions have a place of power. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. It's it's people trying to find a problem because they have no other problems. Right. It's the same thing with the things before. It's all perpetuated because mm-hmm. we're too soft as a fucking country. But what's being applauded is <sighs> falsities. When you mm-hmm. when a woman says that all men are bad, that will be applauded, but that's actually not true because most men, mm-hmm. the majority of men, are actually really good people. Yeah. Not, I, don't, I don't even know a rapist. I only know one. Yeah, actually, nothing. But wait, I know, I know one yeah. out of all many people we know, and it's you talk women. Oh, men are rapists. That's insane. That's insane. That blows my it's, mind. And that's like it's wow that that feminine mo- movement about how women are always talked down to or something. Remember, like like Barbie's bad for women. That whole feminist thing back when we were growing up. Mm. Like oh everything everything man says you hit like a girl whatever yeah and you look at um what do you see on movies of a man like body image for women and then every man in a movie yeah what is he rip fucking sexy super okay. sexy <laughs> and it turns me gay so absolutely no I don't one talks like about being that. gay was it ninety percent of men have enlarged prostates when they get older mm-hmm. where's the prostate month yeah you know what week it is no it's transgender awareness week. Like, I'd be fucking aware of that shit. Thank well, I shouldn't be, because I'm scared. Well, thank God it's Sunday. It's almost over. Mm. We're recording this on Wednesday. We're <laughs> <laughs> right in the fucking middle. Yeah. Anyways. We're... Yeah, so that was a little Sorry. tirade. But Sorry. It's... Go ahead. Don't perpetuate stereotypes. Yeah. Pieces of shit. All of you. Including All of me. you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that being said... um. These Jewish students in NYU sued the university mm-hmm. because, mo- okay, so let's say mobs of students have been harassed and intimidated by NYU Jewish population. Wait. Hold on. Oh, intimidated NYU. I added a word there. It was not there. Okay. It's my fault. I'm sorry. I was like, that makes no sense. Now I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, with hateful phrases. No. Not like... Not hateful phrases. Like what the blacks suffered back in Jim Crow laws. No, it's just hateful phrases. Really? Hateful? Huh. So they sued the university for not protecting them. I'll tell you this. In I've never had anybody ever say a hateful phrase to me. Fuck you. Me. There you go. Huh. I'm going to be first. I've never had anybody lie to me. I thought you had some girlfriends. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait just one second. Um, as a result, the students have been left traumatized. No. And feel like they are threatened as second class citizens. As they're in why fucking you. Because <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> I'm sorry. This I saw this article as just It's also from Bloom Bloomberg. Okay. And New York Post posted it. Bloomberg. New York Post. The effects of NYU's inaction and oh. indeed complicity in the torn, 
of anti-Jewish hatred that has engulfed its campus has been the normal normalization of anti-Semitism. I thought that was the same thing in the NYU community. Oh my god. Part of the last two states. How the fuck can you sue for free speech? First of all. Yeah. Second of all. Duh. <laughs> We're in a fallen world, it's bro. It's fucking crazy. Oh, and there's a picture of please keep the world clean. <laughs> and there's a person throwing away the, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the what? Well, it's uh, anti-semantic because it has the Israel flag on it, but... Hmm. You know what's funny? People were saying the same things about the universities back in the Vietnam War. They're protesting it, saying, "Hey, we shouldn't be there. We didn't. It's not a real war. We're all in there for bad reasons." And yeah. people are like, "This is fucking bullshit. Kill all the students in the universities. We're in there for good reasons." Mm. And nowadays, you ask about it, we should have been there. It's the obvious. Whole... Yeah, I believe that. I believe that we. What do you think about Vietnam? It's fucking. We should get our friend oil in here. Yeah, <laughs> we might actually get pipe. Post that one. That might have been a little too much if we get oil in here. No, we need him in here. Can yeah. you talk to him? I can. I have his number. You have his number too. Yeah, I do. Yeah, talk to him. He's different now. He switched up. Mm-hmm. Shaved his beard and grew his hair out. <laughs> he grew his beard on his head. He's still got a beard in my head. Yeah. In my mind. <laughs> I still see him with a beard. <laughs> I'll never not see him uh, with a beard. So, yeah. So, this is. I thought it was. Ridiculous. Do they have any examples of the anti-Semitism that's just rampant? No, they don't. It just says it's egregious, which means, to me, that means there's a lot of it. And like, holy shit, we should leave people out. But yeah, there's a picture of someone saying free Palestine. Oh, no. So they're suing. These Jewish students are suing the uh, university they're at. (sighs) Well, I don't know who saw that coming. It's just I don't. What the fuck can you sue for? Because usually, if it's a it's, it's civic, it can't be judicial, right? Right. It has to be civic, which is usually for money. Yeah. So because someone said "fuck you," I'm gonna get paid a million dollars. Hold on a second. Do you mean to tell me that there are Jewish students that are seeking money? No, they're taking the stop of anti-Semitism or anti-Jewishness. Okay. With the payment of money because it's sacrifice of the. University for failing to protect them from words. Okay. Hmm. Huh. That's why I saw that. I was like, just like, what the? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, yeah, they keep saying the same word. They keep saying um, anti-Jewish hatred and anti-Semitism, the same sentence. Like, they mean something different. But mm. we've already been told that it's the same thing. Yeah. This is a very odd time we live in. I, I, I don't know if I'd like it or hate it because it's, it's interesting, but it's almost like too inter- interesting. Greekish anti-Semitism. Yeah. Under siege. You know who's under fucking siege? Yeah. In NYU. Well, I'm under siege. Holy shit. Under siege. Somebody <laughs> said something that hurt my feelings a people little bit. People are getting fucking shot. I think, what, 10,000 yeah. people in um, Gaza have died? 40% of them children. But But in America. Yeah. Well, I'm under siege. Under I can go siege. out to McDonald's and eat whatever. <clears throat> Gosh. It's It's... it's insane i don't know what the hell's going on anymore we're gonna have like a books in the history books oh books. yeah 100 percent. so you had something else i think we're talking about it oh yeah um 
Bishop Strickland, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you have the article? I'll find it. All right. So, from what I've heard, I've done no research into it because that's how I like to talk about things. Um, Bishop Strickland in Texas got... Um, Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. Who the hell named the city after a name like that? But I digress. He got um, removed for being, quote, too conservative. How do you be too conservative? Isn't conservative mean you're just kind of the same? So just, um, just for a preface, uh-huh. as a Catholic or as a seeking Catholic, mm-hmm. we can criticize the Pope. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow, there's a lot of rallies and stuff going on outside. Oh, like Forum? Forum, yeah, on his side. He's backed by thousands of Christians. Like I said, Christians, not Catholics. Oh. What? The Pope is backed by thousands of Christians over the business. Bullshit. Thousands out of how many? Right, 1.4 billion. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's you got to be careful, guys. It's in, the, it's in the small semantics. So, Pope Francis... Mm. Okay, do you have the article? Yeah, I got one from Reuters. Okay. Which is kind of funny, but... Isn't Reuters like a money one? I think so. Huh. Anyways, in a very rare move, Pope dismisses conservative U.S. Bishop Strickland. Uh, Pope Francis, on Saturday, <laughs> dismissed Bishop Joseph E. Strickland. It's a good name, I like that. Yeah. Of... You're going to smoke a cigarette with wax on it? Damn right. That's not like you ever smoked anything else. It's worse than that. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm worried about your health. Thanks, brother. One of his fiercest critics among U.S. Roman Catholic conservatives after he refused to step down following a Vatican investigation. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. He was asked to resign, um, Strickland, but refused. Um Strickland, a prolific user of social media, who was named to the diocese by late Pope Benedict, so was even Francis to made him a pope, yeah. uh, 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 bishop, in 2012, tweeted earlier this year that he rejected Pope Francis's program undermining the deposit of faith. Yep. He's been particularly critical of the Pope's attempt to make the church more welcoming. I like the wording of this. To the yeah. LGBT community and attempts by Francis to give lay people more responsibility in the church and opposed a re- recent synod. All right, so let's break that down for a second. So, obviously, he wasn't removed because, and he was not critical of Francis being more welcoming because it's always been in the Catholic doctrine. Mm-hmm. To be welcoming to everybody because everyone is made in the image of God. But when it comes to homosexuality, it is charity and compassion, but hate for the sin. Oh. Strickland's a strong supporter of former U.S. President Donald Trump. They put that in the article. Mm-hmm. Well, he sounds like a great guy. <laughs> I'm all for it. I am all for it, actually. I'm not even being sarcastic. I like that. Um... Yeah, so this is what he wrote on Twitter. The blasphemy mm-hmm. is that this holy priest is canceled 
while an evil president promotes the denial of truth and the murder of the unborn every turn. Yep. Vatican officials promote immor- immorality and denial of the deposit of faith, and priests promote gender confusion, devastating lives. Evil. Hmm. You know, in a time where we should be very... I went through the uh, motto proprio of saying... Uh, Jesus. Not Jesus, but Pope Francis. I keep wanting to say St. Francis because it's St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, yeah. um, Pope Francis. Definitely not St. Francis. No. <laughs> um, I went through the motto proprio. And in a time where our culture is so back and forth and where people need clarity, He's Pope Francis... Super unclear. He is so ambiguous yeah. about oh. everything. That's what I'm going to like about him. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, in my RCA, we were just... Pope bashing the entire time, basically. That, that gives me hope. Yeah, it's good. The guy that runs it, um, sweet man by the name of Blair. He's a good man. I like him a lot. We actually hang out after class and we talk. We talk about Sola Scriptura. Oh, okay. And we talk about uh, papal infallibility. We talk about all the stuff. But um, he's taking a fond liking to me, too. <laughs> Is he a bit... <laughs> Is he a deacon or something, or is he just a person? No, he's he's one of the guys that does the reading. Oh, okay. The, he's, he's an old guy then. He's an old man. I think, was he there the last time we went? He might have been. No, no, no. No, no okay. he wasn't there on Saturdays. I think he just did Sundays. But um, he does the um, Word of God reading at the beginning. Okay. And, um, yeah, it is good. Pellegrino, bro. Yeah. Oh, so and good. all it is is water with a little minerals and CO2. Mm. <laughs> and fire. it's like um, ambrosia. Who that is? Yes, Nectar the milk of, of the gods. gods. Hell yes. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, at a time, I think that St. Francis has, I think there's pressures, and I think that this world is inhabited by Satan, quite literally, the Prince accuser. That's what Satan means, the accuser. And then the Holy Spirit in Greek. Um, for the word in the Bible is um, like the same as like defense attorney, which is an oh. interesting. Yeah, Holy Spirit would be defense attorney, and then Satan means prosecutor. accuser, prosecutor. <clears throat> interesting. I know that. I think that in a time where our entire, not only our culture, like our culture, but the whole world is like, of you know, Satan is the prince of the world. And, Doesn't mean he um, owns it though. It's not the king. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. But of the of the world means to be of our desires and instant gratification and all these things. And I think that Pope Francis is just, you know, the I do believe that the gates of hell will not prevail against the yeah, church. Me too. It's just it's getting it's I want a miracle, damn it. If I were the Pope, I would be so Unbelievably, unless he just doesn't believe. I would, yeah. It would be the I, most terrifying job ever because you have to be correct. <laughs> well, not, no. Well, not if I you would were be terrified if I were going against the church yeah, the exactly, way I was or being ambiguous because you will be held to a higher standard. Yes. You would not only by your peers, but by God. You that's are, right. you are held to a that's, standard. And when it gets to a point to where God says, okay, that's enough, then that's enough. You're, you're, it's gone. You just, goodbye. Yeah, that's it's because to be a pope you have to believe, and to believe, mm-hmm. you know, this is just temporary. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Huh. Faith, just... 
belief in the grace of God, it like sort of, we're human beings, so it sort of goes in and out. You know what I mean? It's like not, it's not always like a joyful, great experience with Jesus Christ. It's no. like sometimes it's like heavy. Yeah. And it's not what you want to, it would be much more beneficial to just kind of let it go for a day and let me do what I want to do. But that's just not the way this thing goes. Um, but I thought about this the other day when it comes to Pope Francis. I think that there is a master plan in place. And if God yeah. is everywhere at all times, there's a reason why this is happening. And there's a reason why it will... We'll see in hindsight. Yeah. There's a master plan. Bad things happen for a reason. Now, Pope Francis is not coming out and saying that like homosexuality or anything that's blasphemous is a good thing. Yeah. He's just getting close. He's getting close and he's appointing people who mm. believe it. He's appointing archbishops. Which is almost worse. Yeah. He's like doing yeah. it in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like how our um, government got the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like lobbyists. Yeah. Um, lobbyists. I'll kill them all. And I, I can't imagine the the pressures that he's getting from all sides, from all different government entities or globalists. He's the last true monarch in the world. Hmm. I guess monarch is not because only... I guess so, because only the mon- mono... Yeah, but he's the last true uh, king yeah. in the world. Everyone else is their check and balances. He's the only one that controls all the Vatican. Yeah. And I wonder, um, I have to stay away from like looking forward to the next pope and just kind of sit in this one now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like part of me wants to yeah. be like, well, the next one will be good because we've had, there have been awesome popes. Yeah. St. John Paul II yeah. was an awesome pope. He wrote really good books, too. Theology of the Body. There's been some um, really, really bad ones. Really worse bad than the ones, ones that we have now. But then you can learn from those yeah. today. So it's like, you know, this is all obviously happening for a reason. But I hope this Strickland thing gets worked out. Um, I don't know anything about him, so I don't know whether he's a good dude or a bad dude or whatever, or anything he said. So I'm going to just refrain from that. I do agree with him as far as politically with Donald Trump, um, but I don't. I don't think that's an indication of his character, in either direction. Yeah, it shouldn't. It's very recent. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting stuff. I like how everything on him though is has conservative. Yeah, they're trying to paint him in a in a certain light. Oh, he's conservative. Must be a Nazi fascist. Speaking of conservative, do you know? So, to kind of talk about Donald Trump for a second. You know, if Donald Trump goes to jail, he can still become the president. With felony charges, he can still become the president. Hmm. Do you know the one thing that would prevent him from becoming the president? If he actually won the last election? I think that he did. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Fulton County. Yeah. Which Um, we already knew. Anyways, we already knew this. Um, The election was rigged. Ballot boxes, uh, stuffed, yeah. hidden votes. The one thing that would prevent him from becoming president, he could have felony charges from all the stuff they're putting him through right now. Do you know what the one thing is? Treason? In the Constitution, an insurrection against the com- country. Oh, that's probably tried to Specifically, hard. insurrection yeah. is the word. Well, you, uh, treason, you get hanged. It's the last. We still have that in there. If you commit treason against America, you get hanged. Mm. 
Where the fuck are the gallows? Where are they at? <laughs> Joe Biden? A bunch um, of people. Bunch of people, dude. Obviously. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to kill anybody. No. Nobody but... deserves to die. Well, it's a couple people deserve to die. Yeah. Pedophiles are. are definitely up there. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but here's something I learned from RCIA. Catholic Church does not support capital punishment. That's very that's very ironic. That is interesting, right? That's interesting. Catholic Church doesn't and the reasoning I think anyway, I wasn't told this, but here's what I think. It's because they don't support abortion. Well, because it takes you're choosing to kill someone instead of God deciding it. But the Catholic Church has killed many. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't capital, I guess. It wasn't punishment. It was kind of yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought the I thought the opposite would be true. But yeah, Catholic Church does not support capital punishment. Because you're not supposed to place judgment on people as for God alone. Exactly. But that said, it, your job they, is to send it to Him. For God to judge them when they get up there. Yeah. That's my job. They they I think support Putin said that actually. I think about it. <laughs> they support <laughs> self defense all day. Oh hell yeah. They support that hundred percent and all yeah. But as far as How capital can you not punishment. Support self-defense, you know? Yeah. People do. I know. Like, oh no, you come in and rape my wife and take my kids. Here's but... my thing. Let's go back to the left again. Hell the, yeah. The the same people that want to get rid of guns claim like a few years ago that they didn't like the government, and that the government is this overarching yeah. fascism. Yeah. Who's going to be left with all the guns? Well, they're taking away the guns to give them to Israel and Ukraine. Oh! So they can fight against an oppressive force. Huh. Very interesting. It's like if you take the two sides to think about this stuff. Yeah. It's like, how can you even be on one side or the other? Yeah. I don't know if I just don't understand most of the left's views, which is probable because it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm not. But I've, I, even if I tried to understand it, which I might, I might read those the, the French doctrines that they're all about, like the Marxism and all that stuff, just to understand better. Well, the thing about Marxism is that was related to economics, yeah. They so they like political. took something completely out of economics, which looked good on paper, didn't work for economics no, at all work. anyway. But it makes more sense when applied economically to like bourgeoisie proletariat. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't make any sense when it comes to social issues. Like they've associated something that was with economics to social issues. So now there's this power play not between the wealthy and the poor, which there is and always will be and always has been. But now they've associated with some arbitrary, like, undefined, vague will to power. Who knows? So, I might dive deep in that big red book, they call it. Yeah. Because the the new Marxism is way different than what we had to deal with back in the World War II era. Yeah. It's way, yeah. It's evolved. It has evolved in an ugly way, too. Interesting stuff. Very. How long have we got? We're at an hour and seven minutes. I feel like every time I ask you that, we're around the same. Yeah. Hour nine, hour seven, hour 15 sometimes. It's a good time. Do you have anything else? Yeah, not really. There was a, the first non-binary magistrate in uh, Mexico was killed. So, wow. found dead in the, their, their, his 
hers, whatever, house, with the magistrate's partner, both dead, and they're rolling out foul play. A little too freaky. It's sexy. Mm. Yeah. It's just funny because it's, it's, not, well, it's not really funny. It's fucking horrible. It is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. 31. I think that was. Found dead. What does non-binary mean? Well, it means you're not one or the other. So... So that... Okay. Everything is... A, it makes no sense. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes it's sense. It's all against reality. So what are you born if you're non-binary? Well, you're born as a man. Okay. So, you, so you're a man. Well, it's just funny because if you're transgender... Yeah. You immediately are perpetuating the idea that there are two genders. Yes. Yeah, because you switched. Yeah, which means there's only one choice to switch to. You did the old switcheroo on That's us. right. So So that must mean that you change genders. Yeah, to the, the other. To, to the second gender. Right. So, there's... I mean, it's already gotten too big, the, yeah. the acronym. There's already infighting. Like, these aren't true. Like, you got the um, gays against... Uh, what is it? Gays, the gays against, against transgenders? Yeah, I think it might be that. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was they don't want to be, a joke. They don't want to be a, I think it's that, something like that. But they don't want to be attached to that because it's so far off the... Because before gays... Like, oh, like, gays against groomers. That's what it is. Yeah. Which is... You said the same word twice, but... Whoa! That the yeah. transgender thing, not the gay... Well, maybe... Yeah, transgenders. Yeah. So it's already infighting. So, I mean, this is going to collapse. It is going to collapse, you yeah. can't. First of all, you can't... The only way it, uh, ideology perpetuates is your kids. And you can't have kids if you can't yeah. have kids. That's why they t- try to take other people's kids. But also, an ideology obviously falls apart when you rip the fabric of reality... Yeah, when you go out and just start lying to people, which is what transgenders I've never are seen doing. A healthy schizophrenic. Yeah, <laughs> these people are mentally no. ill, and they're trying to build a whole thing around. It's like, no, you're you're mentally ill. Yeah. Like you Get can't help, even please. you can't even do your own laundry. You don't even know what sex you they're, are. They're too anxious to laundry. Perpetuate gender stereotypes. Oh, yeah. But now they're a man. So oh, I wonder how a transgender. You know what? I'm gonna stop using that phrase because it's fake it's not even real transgenderism isn't even real it's um i wonder how a a a lady who decides to try to become a man but fails at it (laughs) feels when she does laundry or drives or drives oh god see now we're not going to be able to look over to the car next to us and be able to tell if they're (laughs) a good driver you, you can tell yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Hey, get out of that car. You don't have an Adam's there apple. There was. I remember. <laughs> are you driving? We get out of that car. That? Um. Yeah. 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 Any, any, <laughs> Show me your dick. <laughs> I can see it. I can see the print. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so there was a FBI makeup artist. I think it's FBI something. Deal with that. It says there's a thousand ways to make a woman look like a man. Yeah. Like to, to infiltrate. But she can never make a man look like a woman. Because I mean, men are completely different from women. Yeah. You could have a twink, which is just a feminine looking man, but it's still. A pretty. Uh, a man that, that can pass as a pretty woman is just an ugly man. And a woman that can no, pass. No, if I think the one's pretty and it's a man, 
would be a beautiful man. <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds. Okay, maybe it's the other way like, around. Yeah, a, a woman an ugly who can woman. pass as a man is just an ugly woman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Congratulations, oh. you're an ugly woman. <laughs> Not only are you mentally maybe that's ill, why they're trying to get like respect, but like, what a bad way to get respect. Just be funny. Nobody that's what respects men do. you. If they're an ugly man, you know what they do? Yeah. Become funny. Become and that's funny. Why I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dude, it's so. I don't think that's such a bad way to get respect because a man like dylan mulvaney is still a man big dick but now huge dick (laughs) but now all of us other men don't respect you at all we look at you as a a reddit post of uh female to male asking what's the bro code so i can follow it like i know i can't do this like what the fuck the bro code isn't something we know it's ingrained in your That's DNA right, because we're we got the the stubby chromosome, bitch. <laughs> the slight retardation, yes. The stubby chromosome, and we just know. <laughs> we know it is. It's like it's like this big compared to the X one. It's huge. Really? Uh huh. The X one is what we're supposed to have. We're supposed to have two of them. And you're com- they're complete, but then the Y one comes along, and so now you're a man, and all of a sudden we're better. Transgenders hate women. Yeah, that's literally what it is. And women perpetuate it. Because don't, don't say it's strong because you had the feminists talking. Yeah. And y'all didn't stop them. Because we can't because then we would be mansplaining. If you watch some of these talk shows too where they talk about, look at how beautiful she is, pretending that the man... Every time they say she, you can see the, the man. She, that woman doth protest too much. They're too... <laughs> They're too flamboyant about it. Yeah. She's so beautiful, isn't she? She's just the most beautiful, beautiful... That reminds me of, like, bullying back in elementary school. How? Like, look at him. Isn't he the best at doing math? Or whatever? It's like, isn't mm. he the best? Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah. it's sarcasm or whatever. Yeah, it is kind of sarcasm, but sarcasm made to look real. It's like it's sarcasm 2. Sarcasm 2.0. Level 2, that's right. Hmm. It's like how... So men insult each other and don't mean it. Right. Women compliment each other and don't, and mean, don't it. mean it. It's like that. It's literally the same thing, but because it's a man as a woman, it doesn't pick that up. Oh my god. I think I just figured it out. I'm going to get my Nobel Prize. Huh. That's really good. That's interesting. Oh shit. <laughs> well. Huh. And that would make it even worse for the mental illness. Yeah. Gosh, man, imagine. Hmm. Imagine a a uh, a woman who wants to be a man and tries but fails. And that's how I'm going to say transgender from now on. And you try your best but you can't succeed. <laughs> you try your best but you can't succeed. Like a song. It's a great song. Coldplay. It's a very song that you said. It's a very song. <laughs> imagine I don't want to. A woman who wants to become a man and tries but fails, and she is surrounded by three other men, and they're talking to each other the way men talk to each other. And one of the boys, and all of a sudden, you're like, "Do I really want to be a boy?" You're in the corner crying, and everybody else is like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" I made it. You did it. Oh. Well, to bleep that out. Probably just yeah. restart. So, in the corner. <laughs>
<laughs> no, I'm not restarting. We'll just okay. When you try your best. <laughs> when you try your best, but you don't succeed. You any closing thoughts? I thought I picked it up. You got any closing thoughts? Um, no, man. I think that's it. Yeah, quote. Ooh, a quote. Let's see. Um, I've been reading a lot of Bonaventure. You know who Bonaventure is? Bonaparte? No, Bonaventure. He was a um, Catholic uh, philosopher. Hmm. Um, he was right around Thomas Aquinas' time, like a um, medieval. Holy shit. Uh-huh. In Things of Beauty... He contemplated the one who is supremely beautiful and led by the footprints he found in creatures he followed the beloved everywhere. Hmm. That wasn't too good. (laughs) Okay, here's one. As pride is the beginning of all sin, so humility is the foundation of all virtue. Learn to be very humble, and not as a hypocrite, humble merely in appearance. Saint Bonaventure. I like that. I got a quote from Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Okay. Two of them. I like two of them. The optimist thinks this is the best of all possible worlds. The pessimist fears it's true. Wow. (laughs) That's good. I like that. Scientists some say some, well, really stupid shit too. But um, you can certainly destroy enough of humanity so that the only greatest act of faith can persuade you that what's left will be human. Mm. There's no wonder the guy was like pessimistic as shit. Yeah. I mean, huh? Good stuff. Good stuff. We're recording this on Wednesday because I'm going to be out of town this weekend. I'm going to be taking Mr. Dudley to the dentist again. Just tell him to stop chewing rocks. Huh? Tell him to stop chewing rocks. Yeah, I think he does, honestly. <laughs> We're going to have him back on um, in a couple weeks. I want you to meet him. Very interesting guy. He's going to have some funny stories to tell us about his life and stuff. I told him to get together the funniest, most interesting, bizarre stories. He knows some prominent people. A doctor uh, in Georgia, there was the biggest, he'll explain it better than I will, but the largest radio program, and he was friends with the guy's son. And he has, uh, if you think about Dr. Dylan Dylan Davis. Let me look this up real quick. Uh Uh-huh. I think it was Dylan Davis, but I'll just type in Dr. Davis and see what comes up. Um, Dr. Davis. um, Georgia. Was it Dylan? Or Dave Davis? Was it Dave Davis? Um, but a, a prominent like radio host or something, something like that. 
but he's also a doctor. But he just has some bizarre <laughs> stories. <laughs> I don't know. I don't exactly know. When he talks, he kind of gets in front of himself a little bit. But he's going to come back in a couple weeks and tell us some funny stories. I told him to start jotting stuff down. Okay. It'll probably be... Can you afford paper? We'll see what he comes up with. <laughs> he might write it on like a leaves. Like get tattooed on himself? <laughs> oh, no. He would never get a tattoo. No, that's good. He'll be... Um, tattoos. I think you're going to really like him. I like in a... The more... In a sexual way. The more that I hang around him, the more I like him. And okay. I've, I liked him the first day I met him. Mm. But he's one of those guys that literally a novel could be written about. That's what I want. He well, has, maybe not because no, he got to some shit. He, he has closets full of $1,000 clothes. Mm. Nice clothes. Comes from the prominent family. His family just sold their house for $72 million oh, wow. in Palm Beach County. A couple oh. doors down from Donald Trump. Oh. And... He wears the same shirt and khaki shorts every single day. Mark my words, and I want you to say it on the podcast. When he comes on, just say, I like your shorts. Okay? And that will be the indication that he's wearing khaki shorts. Because okay. he'll have the same. And a pink shirt. Pink huh. shirt, khaki shorts. Should I copy this outfit? You should. If you have khaki shorts. I don't have shorts, khaki shorts. Do you have khakis? Maybe. If you do, wear khakis and a, a pink, pink shirt. shirt. That's a weird combination. It gets even weirder. High socks, Lacoste shoes, so like white Puma kind of shoes, and a bandana around his neck. What the fuck? It's like it's like that's that's true anti culture, not this bullshit we have in the universities. That's like the other day I huh. went to go drop him off at his house two days ago, and he said, "Drop me off at Wawa. I'm gonna do some writing for a little bit." I'm pretty sure what happened was he went to Wawa and panhandled for a couple hours. What the fuck? He like goes and hangs out with homeless people. One day I called him and he said, hey, I just got done. He was hanging out at Harry's. He'll uh-huh. go spend $100 on a meal and then he'll go sleep in the parking garage downtown. What the hell? Is this, is this fetish? He's just a wild man, bro. He's just a wild man. You're going to love him. Okay. You're going to love him. And I really look forward to him coming on and tell us some stories because he's funny as funny as hell, man. He's hilarious. All right. Do you have any closing thoughts? No. All right. This was a good one. Yeah. On a Wednesday. Yep. It's Sunday, but yeah. We'll be back next week. Perpetually. Perpetually.